0: Good evening, and welcome to our Sunday night broadcast of The Gathering Hub. I'm so glad we're all able to get together tonight and enjoy the presence of the Lord and his word and learn some things, study about him. Let's pray as we open this session. Dear God, we thank you for the ability to come together tonight. We thank you for the freedom that we have to worship you in our homes. We thank you for this technological ability that's been given us to be able to communicate and still be together as the body of Christ. Help us to learn something tonight and leave a little different than we came. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I am uh, addressing an area tonight in our Fourth of July barbecue week about sacred cows and we had a little fun coming up with that and we had a lot of laughs uh, but really there are things that we think are sacred or are very important in our culture and I use that word intentionally if you are from New Bark UPC you know that we did a whole series on culture versus the Bible and how we have to stick to the Bible and not our culture. Well, today, tonight, the thing I'm gonna talk about is has a lot of culture built into it. You'll see as we go along. Uh, But first, I'd like to tell you a little story, a little vignette. Uh, I am a homeschool mom, and also the music director at Newark UPC, and I'm also the pastor's wife, and I'm on the pastoral team. So you can see I wear a lot of different hats. For a while, I was also the director of children's ministries and a Sunday school superintendent, which is a different hat, and I'm also a quiz coach. Uh, there's just a lot of things I do around the church. Sometimes I change the toilet paper, uh, those kinds of things. Just whatever needs done, I try to hop in if there's not a learning opportunity for someone else. So as I'm preparing for the next semester of school which starts in the fall for my kids who are all high schoolers I use a lot of internet resources and a lot of times when I go to create an account or log in they will ask me what is your role and a lot of times the options are teacher uh, administrator parent there are a few others sometimes those are the main ones and as a homeschool mom, I have to pick one of those, when actually all of the above would be much better. They could even throw a bus driver and school nurse in there and I would still be all of that. Oh, I forgot to add that I, I am trained as a nurse. So there's just a lot of hats that I wear and I have to pick one for a lot of these websites. Um, and depending on what I, I think they're asking for is what I say. The reason I think they're asking, maybe they're just doing demographic survey, but maybe, I hope, they're gonna tailor that website and my experience with it to who I am. So maybe for an administrator, they would do one thing, and for a teacher, they would give other options, and for a parent, they might give a totally different set of options, and they need to know which one of those fits me. There are places in our culture where we need to have positions. Um, When I go to the doctor, I need to know who is the doctor, and who is the nurse, and who is the housekeeper. Because I don't want the housekeeper treating me for my condition. And I don't think it's good use of the doctor to have them mopping the floors. Not that the doctor couldn't mop the floors. And not that the housekeeper couldn't become a doctor after many years of training. It's just a matter of what their role is in our society. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because we need to know who is who. As I said, I'm the music director at church. I used to be children's ministries director for each of those. I have a job description so that I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I stay in my lane. I do my job. I don't try to do someone else's and I don't neglect mine while I'm trying to do someone else's because it's very clear what my role is. And it's very helpful in society to have to know who's doing what. So tonight, keep that in mind as I read this scripture. In Matthew 23, Jesus is dealing with a topic he deals with a lot. Actually, an audience he deals with a lot. He's talking to the Pharisees and the scribes, and he's talking about the Pharisees and the scribes. These were the religious higher-ups. These were the people who um, told people what to do about religion. So he says about the Pharisees and scribes, and they love to sit at the head table at banquets and in the seats of honor in the synagogues. I've been to a number of banquets in my time and there usually is a head table. This is something that is still applicable in our world today. Um, everything from wedding to, to an event where something is being celebrated, there's almost always a head table and these people love to sit at the head table and in the synagogue, in the church, what we would call church today, um, they wanted to have the seat of honor. So the, big, the biggest seat on the platform, that's the one they wanted. They love to receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces and to be called rabbi. Now, rabbi is not a word we use much today. It's a Jewish word. Uh, it's still used in the Jewish context, but we don't use it in Christianity much today. Uh, but it means basically master or teacher. So these people loved to walk through the marketplace and everybody say, call them by this honorific title. Jesus says to them, don't let anyone call you rabbi, for you have only one teacher and all of you are equal as brothers and sisters. And don't address anyone here on earth as father, For only God in heaven is your father. And don't let anyone call you teacher, for you have only one teacher, the Messiah. The greatest among you must be a servant. But those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Now, I don't think that Jesus is saying you can't call your daddy, daddy. I don't see that as consistent with the rest of the word of God. Um, I know that when Nicodemus came to Jesus in John chapter three, he called Jesus rabbi and Jesus didn't correct him because Jesus had a bigger agenda with Nicodemus. He didn't think that was the biggest correction Nicodemus needed. So this this is a part of scripture that needs to be taken in context. And it has to be balanced with the rest of the word of God. But Jesus is making a point here. One, don't, he says, don't, not only don't make, but don't let anyone call you these honorific titles. Rabbi was the one he used. So don't let people call you that. Don't enable that in the society. And then he says, don't you address anyone that way. Don't create people in uh, in these roles that maybe you call them father when they're not your father. You don't have any father except God and he is your father. So he's talking about pride. He's talking about people who love to name themselves these titles and then walk around the marketplace and have everybody call them by these titles. Um, My challenge to us tonight is not necessarily that titles in themselves are always bad. As I said, I have a lot of titles. I have a lot of positions. I have a lot of job descriptions. Some of them don't come with job descriptions, but there is one nonetheless. A mom job description would be probably 20 pages long because whatever needs to be done, the mom, needs to do it or the dad needs to do it the dad's job description is just as long but um my kids need to know that i'm their mom my kids need to know that steve is their dad so we each have things that we do within the household and and uh ours is pretty traditional but it wouldn't have to be i could be the one fixing the car and steve could be the one uh cooking the dinner and that would be fine too but we We each need to have jobs that are ours so we know what we're supposed to be doing. I'm not speaking against that. Um, Obviously, when you, as I said, when you go to the doctor, you need to know who's the doctor and who's the housekeeper. When you're uh, in college, you need to know who is the TA, who is the professor, and who is the student because each of those have different things to do. That is not a problem. If we threw all of that out, it would be very confusing, but We need to be careful, and this is what Jesus is saying, because sometimes these titles can feed into something in us. It's not necessarily that the title itself is the problem. It's that the pride within us is the problem, and this is a symptom. So if you see this, not to be critical, not to be judgmental, but if you see this in yourself or in someone else, that they insist on being called some honorific title, then there's at least a good possibility. There's a possibility, maybe a good possibility, that there's a problem there, either within them or within a culture that has set them up to think that is important. Um, Another thing that happens in the body of Christ is these other titles that come out of, um, come out of pretty much Ephesians, where people will name themselves one of the things in the in the list that uh, Paul speaks of. It's been called the five-fold ministry, but um, you'll you see people calling themselves prophet, prophet so-and-so, or evangelist so-and-so. Usually you don't see teacher so-and-so. Uh, but that might be professor or doctor. Um, Apostles, that's a big one, and pastor so-and-so. As I said, these aren't always bad. You need to know who the pastor is in your church, or the pastors are in your church, so you know who to go to with whatever need you have. But if you have somebody insisting, introducing themselves, whatever, as one of these titles, uh, this is not what Jesus was calling for. this scripture and it is what he was pointing out don't do it yourself and don't uh, call don't you set it up yourself in our culture in the Northeast and at Newark UPC we don't have a lot of this Um, my husband who's the senior pastor totally enjoys meeting brand new visitors in the lobby shaking their hands introducing himself as Steve and then getting up and preaching the sermon, and then they realize he's the pastor. He enjoys doing that. Um, I don't go around saying I'm first lady, whoever. I I just do what I'm supposed to do, and I figure they'll figure it out, and they usually do. Um, Jesus talks a lot about this pride issue and this specific thing in society about when you go into a banquet, sit at the back and not at the head table, because it's better to be asked to go forward than it is for them to come and tap you on the shoulder and say, I'm sorry, this seat is for someone else. Um, And this happens. This happens even in life today. I remember when we went to the Bartlesville Church's uh, 50th anniversary. It's a church my parents pastored for 46 years, the church I grew up in, and so when they had their 50th anniversary, our whole family went to Oklahoma for that event. It was a great event. Um, and there was seven of us. We walked in and they had reserved seats for the ministry in the front, which is okay. But there were like 15 seats and there were seven of us. So we sat in the back because we didn't want to take up all those seats in the very front if there were 15 other pastors who were going to show up and need a seat. So we sat in back. And I remember uh, someone came along and tapped us on the shoulder and said, uh, we would like you to sit up front. And the real issue was that they had figured us into that number of 15, I think, and they needed the seats in the back for other people. So they wanted us to, to use our seats. And that's fine. That will happen in life. If you're at a wedding and you're the bride, you're gonna be at the head table and that's fine because there are positions in our society and it helps make an orderly society. But the thing I would urge us to examine in ourselves and in our culture is how much of this is just knowing who's doing what and how much of it is a matter of pride. And this is what Jesus is addressing. So let's inspect ourselves this week going forward and be real honest with ourselves about what we are doing and why it matters to us to be called fill in the blank do we really insist on being called Sister Smith or Dr. Jones professor, whoever missionary evangelist those kinds of things, those titles is there a need for that Or is it just something that kind of feeds our ego? So that's the point for tonight. That's the sacred cow on the barbecue pit tonight. I appreciate you listening and let's finish with prayer. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for speaking to us. These words that are hard. Sometimes they're hard to examine. And it's difficult to see things in us that are harmful, see things in ourselves that are harmful. It's so easy to see them in other people sometimes, but in ourselves, it's a little bit harder. God, help us to examine our lives this week and see what is of you and what is not. Thank you, Lord. Keep us safe as we go about our way. Help us to make good decisions and help us to love our neighbor and love ourselves and love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Have a good week and have a good night.